the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings and it's meeting time. And today we're continuing our introduction of the eighth step of recovery. That we made a list of all the persons we've harmed and we became willing to make amends to them all. It's in this principle that we're going to discover the healing power of one word, forgiveness. John fourteen six, Jesus teaches, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, many people know about God and Christ, but not personally. True faith is personal and relational. Scripture teaches, if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you'll be saved. Folks, Christ ingested the cup of suffering and death on a cross as a substitute for your sins, for my sins. And when we confess our sins, when we ask for forgiveness, we become adopted into God's family. We are reborn men and women that now are identified as Christians. We are evolving to be Christ-like in our words, actions, and deeds. And the first and most important forgiveness is extended from God to us. While on earth, Christ's ministry was to forgive and love people, and he encourages you and me to do the same. Folks, God is revealed to the world through believers, and if we're truly born again, the world should see Christ through us. But far too often, that's not the case. We're looked down upon with hostility, anguish, scorn, embitterment, revenge, disappointment, fear, and hate. And why is that? Well, if we're honest with ourselves, there's no denying that while in our active addiction, we were takers. We caused physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual pain, frustration, mental anguish, property damage, soul damage, resentments, distrust, and fear to our loved ones and innocent bystanders. They became victims of living sacrifice to our demonic rituals. That's not what I call being Christ-like. I call that being demon-possessed. Listen to the type of person that Paul warned his protege, Timothy, to flee from. People will love only themselves. They'll be boastful, prideful, scoffing at God. They'll be unloving, unforgiving, and slander others, having no self-control. They'll be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends. They'll be reckless, prideful. They'll love pleasure rather than God. They'll reject the power that could make them godly. And sadly to say, when in active addiction, we fit this description. We live selfishly with little thoughts from the other people in our lives. And Paul, he was describing the old me as if he knew me personally. And I was not being Christ-like. 
So let me forewarn you. If these sins aren't dealt with at the appropriate time, if we don't attempt to clear away the mess we made in the lives of others, negative consequences will follow us in our journey of recovery. It will be derailed. So what must be done to reverse the consequences of our past? How do we continue this journey of healing and reinforce that righteousness, not sin, is the dominant principle in our lives? How do people see Christ through us? Well, as Christians, we're taught being reconciled to God requires reconciliation with other human beings. And in our journey through the 12 steps, a spiritual awakening forms the purpose of healing our relationship with God, self, and others. And in step one through seven, we centered on the healing power of Christ for ourselves and a new relationship with God. Now it's time for others. And that's where step eight comes into play. With God's help, thoughtful reflection, and willingness, we write the name of the casualties we've left behind, and with humility, we're ready to right our wrongs. Paul teaches that anyone who belongs to Christ is a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And my friends, making this list is preparing us to reveal to those we've damaged that we're not just going to talk the talk. We're going to walk the walk by attempting to seek forgiveness and to make amends to them all. And that's being Christ-like. Now, this amends piece, that happens in step nine. For now, all we need to do is list the names and describe the harmful behaviors that we've caused. Now, let's get real. (laughs) This eighth principle, this isn't easy. This is a lofty goal, and too many of us are reluctant to pick the pen up and divulge our dirty deeds. We put blinders on. We will continue living with guilt and shame. This is very dangerous. Look, the last thing that Satan wants is for people to recognize that you're a new person in Christ. And sooner than later, the evil one resurfaces in the battlefield of addiction, which is in our mind. He'll promise an escape from this responsibility by bringing back your old friends. Alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, and so on. You know your old friends. Sooner than later, we become prisoners of our own mind. We fall deep into self-pity and denial. We become closed-minded and unwilling to follow God's plan of transformation. We stay stagnant, and the symptoms of our disease resurface. Denial, fear, self-centeredness, self-obsession. And that's a perfect recipe for a relapse. So, we can either procrastinate, choose Satan's quick fix, and suffer the consequences, or be obedient to God's master plan. Set aside time to be quiet and thoughtful. Ask for his help. He'll reveal the names for you, and then use the toll he gives you. A pen. Start writing, and I promise you, you'll experience seasons of serenity and peace and a lifetime of healing. I don't know. 
Sounds like a no-brainer to me. Now, this is important. On that list of others should include our name. We've been our own worst enemies, victims of self-inflicted pain and tormented with self-blame and shame. And let me remind you, Jesus died for your sin, guilt, and shame. As a child of God, your sins are forgiven. So it's time to put the past in the past by forgiving ourselves and keep on keeping on. Now, forgiveness. Forgiveness is a two-way street. We need to forgive those that have harmed us. This isn't an easy task. Some of us have been harmed in unspeakable violence, abuse, and neglect. That'll birth resentments and hate. And if left unresolved, these unbridled emotions can lead us right back to the imprisonment of addiction. And we learn the consequences of unforgiveness in the scripture I ask you to reference. Matthew 18, verses 23 through 35. It's in this parable that Jesus teaches a life lesson on forgiving others. There was a certain king that wanted to bring his accounts up to date from the servants that owed him money. And one of his servants owed him 10,000 talents. That's a lot of money. And he couldn't pay him. So the king ordered that he and his family be sold into slavery to pay this debt off. But the servant begged this king. He begged him for time, promising to pay this obligation. The king had pity on him. The king's heart softened, and he actually forgave him the entire debt, which is an epic display of grace and mercy instead of the justice that was due. Now, this same servant, he was only owed 300 talents from another servant, and that servant was unable to pay. But instead of showing the same grace and mercy he received, Instead of giving him time to pay this debt, he had him thrown into prison. And when the king heard of what happened, he became furious. Think about this. Having been forgiven a big debt, the servant was unwilling to forgive a smaller debt. So he paid a heavy consequence. The king threw him into prison as well. Now, this life lesson, it's clear. The application is clear. God is the king. We are the servants contracted with an enormous amount of debt of sin that we're unable to pay. But Jesus paid this debt in full. We are forgiven. Now, God expects us to extend mercy to those that have sinned against us. We're taught, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. My friends, to achieve lasting recovery, forgiveness is required. We must rise above our hurts and bitterness and have mercy on others. Now, we must be aware that forgiving others is in no way excusing the harm done to us but it's the key that will free us from being a prisoner in our own mind. Now, this type of forgiveness, 
It's humanly impossible. This type of forgiveness is a supernatural gift from God. Look, forgiving others, that's going to be a struggle. It's a process, and it's going to take time. And God knows this will be difficult for us. But we must ask him for the willingness to clear away that side of the street, to be a forgiven servant that forgives others. Paul teaches, never take revenge. Leave that to God. For the scripture says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they're thirsty, give them drink. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. God is telling us to let love govern our attitudes and actions. In other words, love. God's supernatural love flowing from within us conquers evil. And this is all possible by one word, forgiveness. And that's being Christ-like. Amen? My friends, Christmas and New Year's are upon us. So for the next three weeks, a special guest will be with us, celebrating the birth of a little baby lying in a manger and a fresh start for the upcoming year. You will be blessed. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.